You know how you win the battle? Listen now. You and I have the opportunity to walk in victory, to claim the victory, to experience the victory that is already ours. Because I know I have something to offer. Go where you have never gone before. What you got? Keep moving through the pain. Keep moving forward. Do what you've never done before so you can be the woman you know yourself to be. I live my life playing to win. I'm after something. So much in you. We have the victory. Hey, Purpose Chasers. Welcome to another episode of the Pray, Plan, Slay podcast. And I hope you enjoyed last week's episode about learning how to put ourselves first, making a contract with ourselves, you know, really honing down into focusing on what God has called us to do and making sure we accomplish those things, making sure that we fill our cup up and let it runneth over as they say. So on this week's episode, I'm excited to talk to you about this topic. And this is a topic that has been rolling around in my head. And I I know that it's something that affects all of us. So I want to talk to you about it. I know last week I talked about focusing on what God has called you to. But this week, I want to help you move forward in understanding that no matter what position you are in right now in your life, God has called you. Not only has God called you, but God has called you to greater. Not only has he called you to greater, whether you feel qualified or unqualified, God will use you in whatever position you are in right now. So today I want to focus on those of us who are feeling unqualified, who are feeling like, God, are you sure you want me to do this? You're feeling like little old me, or maybe you're feeling, you know, Lord, I'm too young to do this. I'm too old to do this. No one will listen to me. No one will believe me. Why me, Lord? Can't you pick somebody else? Can't you pick somebody else who loves a more extroverted person? Lord, I'm an introvert. All those things that go around in our heads when we are thinking about what God has called us to the bigger picture. And when that, that vision that God shows us scares us, How do we keep moving forward? Listen, God has already equipped you with all you need to carry out the work that he has called you to. I say this a lot and I'm going to say it again. All you have is all you need. God has given you exactly what you need right now to carry out the instructions that he has given you for this season. And God knows what you need as you're going. So as you take each step, if there's something that you don't have, God will provide. But right now in this moment, I don't want you to procrastinate because you're waiting on something. All you have right now is all you need. I want you to know that you can walk confidently in your calling, even when you feel unqualified. Yes, even when you have a million reasons for why you are not good enough, why it shouldn't be you, why God should pick somebody else, else, even if you're not entirely sure what your calling is, listen, God has called you to it. He created you. He formed you within your mother's womb before. Before you were even born, you are coming, you have been sent 
from heaven to earth with purpose, with an assignment, with a nation assigned to your belly, assigned to your womb, assigned to your spiritual assignment. So you have to make sure that the devil doesn't allow this feeling of unqualification to justify you not walking in what God has called you to in this very moment. So I want to reflect on a story of someone who felt unqualified, right? Someone who said, God, you have picked the wrong person. Someone who said, God, listen, I'm just telling you, send somebody else because I don't want it. So I want to touch a little bit on Moses, okay? Moses, yeah, Moses, we're taking it all the way back to Exodus. Moses did not feel at all qualified for what God has told him to do. Now, I'm going to take you briefly through Exodus 3 and 4. Of course, as always, please go and read this story yourself because you need to get the full stories. I know when we talk about the story of Moses, everybody goes straight to let my people go and Moses parting the Red Sea and through Moses, God sending those plagues as well. But we got to go all the way back to the beginning all the way back to the beginning, because before Moses was confident to do all these things, he wasn't confident and he surely wasn't qualified. So in Exodus 3, I'm going to start at verse 7. The Lord says, I have indeed seen the misery of my people in Egypt. I have heard them cry out because of their slave drivers, and I am concerned about their suffering. So I have come down to rescue them from the hand of the Egyptians and to bring them up out of the land into a good and spacious land, a land flowing with milk and honey, the home of the Canaanites, Hittites, Amorites, Perizzites, Hivites, and Jebusites. And now the cry of the Israelites has reached me and I have seen the way the Egyptians are oppressing them. So now go, I am sending you to Pharaoh to bring my people, the Israelites out of Egypt. But Moses said to God, who am I that I should go to Pharaoh and bring the Israelites out of Egypt? I'm just pause there. At this point, God is talking to Moses through a burning bush. God, the God, okay, is talking to Moses through a burning bush. And after God has given him all of that, you know, I've seen the people crying. I've seen them doing this. I'm ready to move them to the land of milk and honey. The only thing Moses really hears is, Lord, you want me? Like, who am I? Who am I that I should go to Pharaoh? Like, I am not the one to go to Pharaoh. Lord, pick somebody else. So God replies in verse 12, I will be with you. And this will be a sign to you that it is I who have sent you. When you have brought the people out of Egypt, you will worship God on this mountain. Listen, if you're feeling right now unqualified for the calling that God has on your life, know that God is with you. And he is saying to you, by you doing these things, by you accomplishing what I have put on your heart, that will be a sign to you that I, your God, your creator, your father, your Abba father, your Elohim, 
I, me, God has sent you. I'm going to skip forward now into chapter four and start and pick back up at verse 10. And the conversation in between these verses goes on between God and Moses. And after the conversation is starting to come to an end, Moses says again, <laughs> Moses said to the Lord, um, 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 okay. All of that sounds great, but parting your servant, Lord, I have never been eloquent neither in the past nor since you have spoken to your servant. I am slow of speech and tongue. Moses was a stutterer. The Lord said to him, who gave the human beings their mouths? Who makes them deaf or mute? Who gives them sight or makes them blind? Is it not I, the Lord? Now go, I will help you speak and will teach you what to say. But Moses said, pardon your servant, Lord, please send someone else. All right. So first of all, even through all of that, even through God promising to be with him, to teach him how to speak, to refine him, to put him through that season of refinement so that he will be able to do this confidently. Moses still said, pardon your servant, Lord please send someone else. So we know that eventually Moses goes and his brother goes with them to be sort of his, his, his voice. But I, I want you to, to, to not be like Moses in this season. I want you to know that God has spoken to you and know that even if you feel unqualified, even if your um, deficiencies, whatever you want to call them, those, those things that are making your self-confidence really low right now are rising up at you, know that God is with you. God is going to guide you. He is going to refine you in this process. He is going to give you the words to say, because although you may be, you may feel like Jesus, I cannot be called to speak on platforms because I hate speaking in public. God will find a way to turn that thing all the way around. I remember for me, I mean, and I, I know that I am a, I've come a long way as far as speaking is concerned, but it did take a lot of development. It took a lot of time. It took God putting the right people in my life. God giving me the mother that he did that would sit down, that would sit down with me and make sure no matter how many times we will repeat or rehearse something that I would say or speak something the right way. But God knew what I needed to get me where I am now. And he knows where I am now and he knows what I need to get me to where he's taking me. All right. So for me, I hated public speaking. I hated public speaking. I remember getting so embarrassed having to speak in public, I would literally turn red. So yes, I am black, but my melanin isn't as, as, uh, brown as some of my sisters and brothers. So when I am feeling embarrassed, it shows on my face. I blush, unfortunately, which I hated as a child, but I would just start feeling heat from my ears going into my face. I would be shaky in my voice. I wouldn't know what to do. But God 
works with me. He put the right people in my corner. I remember I, I tried out for the school play in primary school and they gave me the, the part of the narrator. Now, don't ask me why I tried out for the school play. I have no idea. But the part of the narrator, that means I had the most lines in this play because I was narrating the whole play from start to finish. I remember I was old turtle and I was telling, was I a turtle? I think I was a turtle, (laughs) old turtle or old frog or something. And I was telling the story of my life when I was younger. And I remember I used to go and I would listen to myself and my mom made me practice and practice and I hated it and I cried and I didn't want to do it, but she kept going. She kept making me go. She kept making me go. And after it was all over, after the play was done, at the end, the accolades that I got and the accolades that my mom got, everybody coming up to her saying, you know, your daughter did so good, really good at this. I was unqualified to be the narrator at that time. I was unqualified. I didn't like speaking. But through the process, through the refining process, God qualified me to be perfect for the role that he placed me in because he knew that would be the beginning journey of me learning how to speak in public and how I would then eventually use my voice to do things like debate and youth parliament, then to become a lawyer and to do this podcast and to coach God knew I needed a start, so he called me where I was and qualified me along the way. Listen, if God can do it for me, then he can definitely, definitely do it for you. So I want you to know that even when you are feeling like you cannot do it based on who you are now, God knows who you are now. He knows where you're going and he knows exactly what to do to get you to where he wants you to be. So don't worry about that. Instead, take action. Don't use that to hold you back. Don't use that to procrastinate. Take action and start following God's instructions now. Actually being unqualified is the perfect place to be because you're in a better position than people who believe that they have it all together. Because if done the right way, you see that God as your ultimate source and you recognize that you really can't do it on your own, which is exactly what God was saying to Moses. Listen, bro, you're not by yourself. I am with you. That's what God is saying to you. Listen, Cheryl. Listen, Anne. Listen, Teresa. Listen, Mary. Listen, Shaquana, whoever's listening to this, God is saying to you, go for you are not alone. I am with you. He is with you every step of the way. So you slowing down, waiting for other things to happen, waiting to feel qualified, waiting to pass that exam, waiting, waiting, waiting. God's saying, no, you do now and I will sort out the rest. So even if you don't know exactly what your calling is, Go where God is leading you. When God called Moses, he told him to speak to Pharaoh to set his people free. That was it. That was the instruction. Moses had no idea that he would eventually become the leader of a growing nation. So you might not know where God is leading you, 
or where your path will take you. But walking in your calling is not always about having a specific destination. It is about choosing to go wherever God wants you to go and let God figure out the rest. You know the Wizard of Oz. Follow the yellow brick road. Follow the yellow brick road. Follow, 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 follow the yellow brick road. That's basically what you're doing. Following the yellow brick road that God lays in your life. All you need to know and focus on is that you are doing the next thing in the list of God's instructions. You don't know where the road is going to take you. You don't know the turns. You don't know the battles. You don't know the victories. But all you know is that you are following one step at a time, one instruction at a time where God is taking you. So before I wrap up, I want to leave you with three tips to help you walk in your calling, even if you feel unqualified. Listen, number one, walk in God's timing, not your own. God's timing is so superb. God, I'm going to, Joyce Meyer says, God moves in his timing, not yours. He's never late, but he is usually not early either. So God called Moses to set the Israelites free, but he didn't just send him out right away. There was a long period of preparation where Moses wasn't even in Egypt. You might not feel qualified when God calls you, but don't worry about that. All you need to do is open, be open, be open, be open, be open to him preparing you. He does an excellent job as preparing you. So in the waiting season, in the pruning season, this is all part of the journey and it's all never usually easy, but it comes and it comes with a lot of struggles and there could be a lot of growing pains, but it is worth it if you want to grow into the woman God is calling you to be. God might have even given you amazing dream. You may be able to see the big picture, the big vision, but sometimes he'll have you wait before sharing it with the world. That's because he wants to grow and develop the dream. So when it's out there, it is impactful as it is meant to be. That reminds me of David, right? David was anointed king long before he was actually king, right? As a boy, David was anointed king. And what did he do? The very next day, he went back out into the field and he shepherded the sheep as he was told to. David was anointed king before he killed Goliath. God's prophet went and anointed him as the next king. David hadn't even killed Goliath. All David had accomplished was shepherding sheep consistently, diligently shepherding sheep and playing his music. So sometimes God has you in a season where he has anointed you to be whatever it is. Maybe it is the next queen. Maybe it is a prophet. Maybe it is a pastor of a church. Maybe it is the leader of multiple businesses. He has anointed you to be that, but that's not where you need to be in this season. You need to be in the consistency and the development season. The next tip I want to give you is go for no. Yes is a destination. No is how you get there. That came, that quote comes from Daniel Cribbs in his book, Defining the Call. 
Failing and failure are two different things. And unfortunately, you're bound to experience rejection or hear the word no a few times if you're called. Don't let rejection make you feel like you weren't called in the first time. Look at how many times Pharaoh rejected Moses' request to let his people go. He refused to let the people go, but that didn't mean that God didn't call Moses for this journey. In the same way, just because people reject you or don't like you or don't like your vision or don't understand your vision doesn't mean that you weren't called. We are not trying to impress the world with what we're offering because we are not offering a product or an experience, but rather we are giving the message, right? The only message, whatever whatever God has called you to ultimately is to shift an area of the vineyard, shift an area of earth where you are assigned to. And at the end of the day, the way you carry out your calling is, is not to be impressive. Listen, success is not about how all the money and all the cars and all the handbags and the Louboutin shoes. That's not success. Success should be measured by the way you were obedient to God's calling and his instructions. That is the only measure of success. Everything else is a worldly measure, but we are focused on the spiritual measure. You are here to follow Jesus as he leads you. People may not be impressed about your journey and what you're doing, but as long as God is pleased, that is all that matters. Now, the last tip I want to leave with you is to go deeper with God. Even if you have to go at it alone, when it comes to the cold, right? All of us were cold. When it comes to the, the cold, you will never be able to give and teach what you yourself haven't been given by God. So in order to get the solid foundation, in order to pour out, like we were talking about last week, we have to pour in. So you have to get deep with God. It is so important to spend time with God because he is our source. He is the one who fills us up. If you feel unqualified, go to God, spend time with him. He will qualify you in that time. He'll give you exactly what you need to accomplish the purpose he has for you. You can't pour out from an empty cup. So if you don't go to God for constant, consistent refreshing, you will always feel unqualified. Spend time in his presence and get to know his heart. Sometimes it'll be alone. Sometimes you may be at a Bible study or at church, but spend times building, knitting the foundation of your relationship with God. The more time you spend with him, the easier it will be to hear from him. The more time you spend with him, the easier it would be for you to 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 see the vision he has for you. The more time you spend with him, the more time he can refine you, right? That he can prune you, that he can correct you, that he can mold you. He is the potter and we are the clay. We have to go to the potter's house to get into alignment with what God has called us to do and who he has called us to be. We have to develop a deeper relationship with him.
So Purpose Chasers, I want you to take these three tips. I want you to take everything I said about God calling you in your unqualified state and and that he will qualify you along the journey. And I want you to marinate on this for the next couple of weeks and ask God how you can move, how you can make a difference, how you can step out right now and follow his instructions despite your feelings, despite feeling unqualified, despite feeling like Lord send somebody else, despite feeling like not today, Lord, how can you go? All right, Purpose Chasers, before we go, I'm just going to speak life over you. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for this episode of the Pray, Plan, Slay podcast. We thank you for continuing to move in our lives, Father God, that you have assigned us a purpose since the beginning of time, Father, and that you are consistently continuing to mold us, to shape us, to prune us, to to to, to become the women we have you have called us to be God. God, I know that we are feeling unqualified. We are feeling shaky. We are feeling like we are not up to task. So right now, God, I ask that you pour out a supernatural boldness that will help us move forward and follow your instructions, God, that we will know that you will qualify us along the way, that if you have called us to do something now, that all we have is all we need, God. I rebuke the naysayers from your daughters who are listening to this, those people that will talk her down from moving in the direction in which you have for her. And right now I ask that your angels encompass her, Father God, encompass your daughters as they prepare themselves in the secret place with you to follow your instructions, to walk in the fullness of who you have called them to be, Father. I thank you for these ladies. I speak life over them. I speak abundance, God. I speak spiritual prosperity over their lives. In Jesus name we pray. Amen. All right, Purpose Chasers, thank you for listening to another episode of the Pray, Plan, Sleep podcast. Be sure to like, send this episode to anyone who you think needs it and follow us on Instagram. Follow us on Instagram at Shantae Sapphire. Follow us on TikTok now. Hey, we're moving on up to TikTok at Shantae Sapphire as well. And follow the podcast at Pray, Plan, Slay Podcast. If you have any questions, if you need any tips, if you need some more of a push, don't be afraid. Just DM me and we can talk offline or online, I should say, about this a little more. Well, enjoy the rest of your week and thank you for listening to this episode of the Pray, Plan, Slay Podcast.